Talk to me about the pain. I want to know. It. The thing is, it was like it was like say somebody scratching you all the yep. time. Uh -huh. But when they're doing lines, it's something about like the outline that I have of the cat. I felt every single line. Uh -huh. And that's the it's it's not pain like if uh, like if you stub your toe, it's not pain like that. It does. It's not a pain like that. This is yeah. it's an ache and it's just like repeated. Like say repeated scratches. Yeah, I, know. I, uh, I really, want, <laughs> I, I've been watching so much Ink Master this lockdown and I've decided that like, I think it was just that like, I miss stand up so much that I miss like a little bit of pain in my life, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and okay. Hi everyone, welcome back. This is uh, Shooting the Breeze, season two, episode 20. And my guest tonight is Aaron Hill. Aaron is a comic and musician based out of Ottawa. So welcome, Aaron. Thank you for, for joining me today. Thanks a lot. Looking forward to shooting some breeze. How <laughs> are you doing? Shooting some breeze, exactly. I'm okay, how are you doing? I'm, I'm you know, slowly going insane, but that's okay. Yes, uh, yes, I think we all are. <laughs> What can you do? I was already there, but you know. yeah, exactly. <laughs> so how I haven't I haven't seen you in a little in a little while. Yeah, um, I think maybe the summer or summer or fall, something like that. I think about the show at Yuck Yucks. That's right. At Yuck Yucks, yeah. Yep. So how have you been keeping busy? Like, what did you do, say during the first lockdown? Yeah. And then how did you fare when we were open and then closed and then open and then closed again? Oh God, I can't even remember all of them. But no, the first one was, um, I was actually fully, uh, uh, I, I basically took like a voluntary um, layoff because I was just, I didn't, I was freaked out. And uh, you know, my work was pretty cool about it, pretty flexible. So I was off for about two and a half mm -hmm. months. And during that time, I just kind of like, um, really learned, uh, tried to learn some video, uh, video production, um, just did a few projects on my own. And I started uh, a bit of a silly web series called Aaron Reviews. So it was just kind of loosely based on me reviewing something. It could be anything like, uh, you know, a piece of food or the apocalypse, but uh, it was okay. just an excuse basically for me to start learning and getting my hands uh, hands dirty with video production. So that was actually really fun. I, I would, mm -hmm like to go back to doing that to be honest <laughs> um yeah so that was really fun and then, and then i got back to work and it was uh and then comedy started up again for a little while and um, mm -hmm. you know it was awkward at first but we all made it work and i was actually it was frustrating right because you it takes a while you it's like ring rest in fighting you, you lose the momentum you lose the timing you lose the muscle Yes. And then yes. It slowly started to come back. I worked it up, built it up, built it up. And just as I was like really getting in that pocket again, the, the other lockdown hit. So it was like the rugs just pulled right out from under you, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, I've tried to just keep writing the whole time. Um, I've been doing some online um, workshops with some other comics in town here. So that just helps me keep my brain sharp and keep thinking of yeah. uh, things comedically, you know? Right. Um, yeah, I don't actually remember the second lockdown. Everyone says this is our third, and I'm like, did I miss one? But yeah, uh, 
<laughs> no, there was another one I remember now, but uh, I don't remember what I, I think did. It was October. I think it was the month of October or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't think I did anything for that one, but uh, anyway, currently <laughs> I'm uh, I've decided I'm gonna do produce some music. I've always um, I've always been a musician and interested in releasing music, and this seemed like a perfect excuse. And I had currently kind of already had some songs I was uh, I had written for. I've been doing some musical comedy as well um at yuck yucks uh, my brother and i have a musical comedy show yes. which actually howard uh, the manager there gave us uh during one of the lockdowns so that was pretty awesome mm -hmm. so anyway i've had to write a bunch of songs for that so anyway during this one i just decided i was gonna like put them on wax as they say um and uh i recorded them so actually two days ago or one day ago i, I released a, a single which is just two songs but um yeah, man, like fully produced, fully, like pretty much exactly how I want them to sound. And uh, yeah, so that was pretty cool. It was a cool little that is very adventure cool. for me. Cool little uh, just new new way to get it out there. It's, it's weird as a comic, right? Because I always feel weird sharing my jokes online because then you're kind of giving them away, right? And they're, <laughs> you're kind of taking away that incentive to come out and see you live. And as anyone will tell you, comedy needs to be experienced live. I mean, it's the mm -hmm. best way to experience it. You get that spontaneous element, anything can happen. Um, True. So much fun live, you know, on a recording, it's fine, but it doesn't always do it justice. And then again, if you, once you put a joke out there, I mean, sure, you might have some family and friends come and see it, but once someone's heard a joke, they don't want to hear it 10 times. It's basically, you mm -hmm. know, like what else you got? But, and I don't have mm -hmm. that much material where I could just like pump out these, uh, these jokes, right? So. I figured music would be giving me a good way to um, actually start releasing some content online and maybe people could follow along and I could start to maybe develop a bit of a fan base that way. So uh, yeah, I'm really excited about it. Uh, I released my single two days ago. It's called, uh, Are You Ready to Rock Paper Scissors? And uh, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, getting some good feedback. It's pretty fun. That's excellent. That's excellent. Did you, did you collaborate at all with your brother? Because I know your brother released some music as well. So did you guys work together or were they, were you totally separate? No, nope, uh, totally separate. Um, although we do have like, again, we do have that show. So we kind of, we worked together for the live act a little bit. And, you know, we kind of wrote some stand up that kind of weaves in and out with two people, you know, which is kind of its own whole thing, learning curve. It's mm -hmm. really hard, but um, no, he, yeah, he just released his own uh, musical album. Mine's like musical comedy and his is just straight up music, like, you know, earnest music, which is, I'm not ready for. Okay. I can't, I couldn't handle okay. like releasing something in earnest on the internet. It scares the hell out of me. So <laughs> I do joke music for now until I get comfortable. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we're gonna share we're gonna share the links um, where people can download uh, in in the show notes and and yes. everything later yes, on. Yes, so. that's awesome. Please so check them out. I've really got cool. awesome feedback. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's one older song that I did last year. There's a video for that too on my YouTube, and then a brand new song, which uh, I'm gonna shoot a video for that too. That's my next project. Um, oh, for, cool. For a show coming up in March. So yeah, uh, look out for that. But definitely check out that music. Oh, for sure, for sure. So we'll share the links. We'll put the links in uh, in the comments as well as in the show notes of uh, when when I when I post this this episode. Awesome. So, um, how long have you been doing comedy? Like, when did you start? 
I think I'm coming up on seven years now, actually. Okay. Yeah. Because you started before your brother did. I did. You, start, yeah. you did comedy first? Okay. Yeah, I think about a year okay. and a half before he did. And um, yeah, so he's doing really good, though. I got to get better because he's getting too good. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting too good. <laughs> so like what, uh, what prompted you to start? Was it something that you'd always wanted to do? Uh, did you always want to do stand up or was just wanted to try it and, and it just, you got the fever? Sorry. Yeah, I always loved stand up. Um, and I, uh, it was a big part of me growing up, it, you know, obviously, like, um, it's, it's a cool, it's a, it's a good way to like, interact with friends. There was always these running jokes we had. I mean, we listened like in high school, we must have listened to uh, Chris Rock bring the pain 17 times and we're just constantly throwing those jokes around you know what I mean and um, yeah the thing is like I grew up in Sault Ste. Marie and there's not comedy there so it never really clicked in as to like that's something that I could go and do you know um, and then it wasn't until I came to Ottawa like a, a long time later like in my late 20s um, I used to actually have a friend um, Sean Manchester who grew up with in the Sioux and he used to bartend at, at Yuck Yuck. So one night we were going to go drinking and we, we went to pick him up and we just happened to go in at the uh, closing of the show. And we heard this, uh, basically we heard the headliners last, you know, seven to, five, uh, seven to five minutes, which is, you know, probably his best stuff. And I was just kind of blown away. I was like, oh my God, what is this? You know, this is uh, just so cool. And like, yeah. Like, I couldn't believe it was as good as, like, stuff I had heard on CDs or saw on television. I'm like, oh, this happens, like, all the time at a club. Like, and it's like real people do it. <laughs> and, um, yeah. Yeah, like, in real time. It's, uh, yeah. it was amazing, right? But um, anyway, I still never really had the impetus to go out and do it. Um, I, I, I had a feeling that I, I, could, I could do it like like I could be proficient at it if I worked at it just like I just always really identified with the way comics thought about the world and how they interacted with it you know just like a little mm -hmm. bit off kilter a little like just taking a little bit of a different angle on things and uh, so that always like stayed with me but uh, I didn't I didn't do it the the real story is I got a concussion and I, I couldn't do anything else so I was like fuck it I'm gonna try to stand up you know oh wow <laughs> how'd you get the concussion um a workplace incident uh yeah oh. kind of put me over the edge i was doing a bit of contact uh, martial arts as well which didn't help because it is all kind of cumulative that head trauma so yes. but yeah eventually it was a work workplace accident and uh, i was out of the workforce for about a year year and a half and okay. you know concussions have come a long way even since then which mm -hmm. was like 2012 and back then it was like um, you know, I, I just sat in a dark room. It's that old story. You're like you just you just sit in a dark room and like try not to, yeah, get stimulated. Which is just you know to go from like what I was doing um, to, in to my everyday life, just like being still. super active, work work. Oh yeah, it was crazy, right? I was outside like working a, a heavy manual labor job, and then going to the gym, doing martial arts, and like you know camping the whole night. So yeah to go to go overnight like I just needed something to do yeah. and I just thought like well I've always wanted to try stand up I'm going to take this time the only thing I kind of do is just like listen to things that are kind of like 
soft like not fucking heavy metal but just like so i was like yeah. i'll just listen to as much free comedy as i could find on the internet and just treat it like school and just trying to figure it out try to break it all down and uh i did and i i eventually got the courage to uh send howard yuck the uh the email for the new talent showcase and i got on okay. it was a lot of fun i just yeah I, I you know looking back the set was great but like in the time like it it felt good and i i i did relatively good compared to other people and i was just like oh yeah like this is it man like this is i'm, oh, yeah. I'm in this you know so yeah because the thing is that's that's the special thing yeah, about your happened. your first uh your first set ever it's like when you look back on it like you can you can see your growth and like your your comfort on the stage and stuff like that um but even just seeing that just because like you said in the moment it feels great and you're like yeah I did it but then when you look back you're like I wouldn't do it that way now <laughs> no. you know like your style might have changed you're more comfortable on the yeah <laughs> I, i've tried to say some of the things i said there and it's just like it's just like sand through your fingers there's nothing there it's just like i don't <laughs> i can't even get in the mindset to like try to make it funny anymore because it doesn't even make sense to me <laughs> but i think that's probably pretty pretty natural with most people you know but uh anyway there, there was yeah. some good stuff like i liked kind of like my sense of mm. i like the sensibilities of it but like the actual jokes were just dog shit yeah. <laughs> I had a few good like really good ones. The thing what I what I remember from my first set is like I took a I took a course with uh Pierre Brown so we learned how to write jokes. So even though they weren't the best jokes, they were like the best structured jokes. Yeah. They were perfectly structured. Yeah. And I haven't written jokes that well structured since. I've written better jokes, but not as structured you know, as is uh, important, as man. We, we were just talking oh, about sure. our, uh, in our little workshop and like uh, a lot of people have taken this guy, Jerry Corley's class or something like this, but, uh, you know, it, it's intensive. He breaks it right down. He really, like he takes, he kind of lifts the curtain on it. And in a way you're like, ah, the, the magic's getting ruined, but Mm. building those fundamentals and those skills yeah. is like essential like i've been yeah i've been trying to play with it a little bit more lately and uh i notice a difference like it's just yeah man you, structure does go a long way unfortunately and then even yeah. like just knowing it and then whether or not you want to follow it down the road is is another story but just to know That's it another thing, yeah. is pretty important yeah. for sure yep exactly because i equate it with um like the structure of a joke like a formula you know, like a math formula or even like music because you're putting things together and they've got to flow somehow. Yeah. You know, like there's a, a start, middle and an end sort of thing or a result. The result is you want someone someone to laugh and, and also the res, like the result of, of putting these pieces together is like your punchline and then like an after result is like laughter it's a so. to me it's one of those things where i think about it too much um, i don't like it because I, I, <laughs> I like I, it freaks me out because i'm like then i and i get all I'm like oh am i doing the formula right am i carrying the two am i <laughs> do I, I like i freak out like I, I i try to just like i don't know i don't know i try to i think the more i do comedy the more i try to um like you gotta have that structure but the more 
emotional weight I try to infuse into my jokes. I think that's where I like to kind of my head is because to me, that's how you make those connections with the audience, right? It's like mm -hmm. talking about talking about things that have impacted you emotionally. Like that's right. that, because chances are they've probably experienced something similar too. So it's like, exactly. and it's not a knock on like more like structured or like one-liner style comedy or anything like that. But like, but it's just in terms of like topics, I try to just think about like areas that would be fun to explore that like people are kind of, you know, kind of a little bit hesitant to talk about maybe like I'm not an edge lord, but when there's just enough of something that like, you know, it's a phenomenon that exists in the world. It's a real thing, but yet yeah. it's not commonly talked about. Like that's just right for the picking, you know? So it's right, like, exactly. Cause it's yeah. there, but no one wants to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I try to just keep my brain on that wavelength rather than once I start talking about like, or thinking too much about formulas, I just like, I freak out. <laughs> I get so, so anxious. Cause I'm like, yeah, like, I, I don't know. Like, yeah, because you don't want to like, get hung up in the "am I doing it right" sort of thing. Like you want to just do it. Yeah. Yeah, and I think there's something to the fact that like um, structure, like like being truly creative, is probably more like a obviously like a right-brained activity, and then like that structure is left. So you need that structure. But I think once you got like a, a fundamental, like I try to stay the hell out of there because it's like it takes me out of the right mind. <laughs> set for me right. to try to be funny i don't know i guess it's some combination. i find it, i don't know i'm just like i find ideas and premises and stuff come to me when i'm doing something else like i can't yeah. just sit there and be like okay i'm gonna think of some jokes or think of some funny things i'm usually doing yeah. something else like like I, i'm a web developer so it's usually when i'm coding stuff just because I'm already in that logical brain wave yeah. that something will pop in. Then of course I'll have to stop and write oh. it down before I forget it. Yeah. So I find usually when I'm doing so you're something a coder. else. So you... I'm a coder. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I'm a yeah, geek. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. so then you would probably more naturally think of jokes in that sort of structural kind of way. Yeah, yeah, that's how my, my brain just works that way. That it's like I'm trying to fit things together yeah. and make sure they like do these things work. And yeah, yeah. that's I, that's how I approach it usually. I'm an artiste, so I just like you're an I artiste. Don't, I don't want none of that. I just want the whole the <laughs> emotional side of things, that whole thing. That's where I try to live. Yeah. Because yeah. I try yeah, to get it. the structure first, and then I can infuse the the emotion and and yeah. everything else into it yeah. but yeah i'm like a <laughs> yeah wow. that's crazy we, yeah we all have our different we all have our different ways you know so do you work with um i know obviously you probably work from home now but were you at one time in yeah. a sort of an office setting with a bunch of coders yes is this um, the impetus yeah. for you needing comedy in your life <laughs> yeah I was I've yeah I've been working from home since the start of the pandemic since March um but before in the before times I worked in an office downtown um I wasn't in the IT group or the web development group but I was the web I'm the web developer in our little unit yeah. so yeah so it's yeah so I, I I code all day long 
Is it is it, it a pretty dry environment though? Um, not to me, not to me. I, I, you know, it's, I have a whole bunch of different clients and so I'm working on different projects all the time. So, okay. you know, that, that keeps it interesting and I love to code. So it's never boring for me. I never find it dry. You know, I know people who know how to code, but hate it because they yeah. think it's dull, but I love it. I like trying to figure, like I'm working on a, a project. Well, this is, it's not a work project. It's a, I, I got a, one of the rare freelance, I don't freelance anymore, um, but I'm doing a freelance um, gig for just somebody asked me and I said, okay. Um, and so I'm trying to figure something out and it's driving me crazy, but I love it at the same time. Like it's making me mad, but it's getting me going at the same time. So I like trying to figure stuff out like that and making yeah. things work oh, you know, good like for taking you. them apart yeah yeah yes yes good so for a lot of times awesome. you got to take it apart to put it back you know to figure out how it works so yeah i like yeah. that kind of stuff well that i mean it's clear why you like comedy that i mean that's 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 what writing is right it's just figuring it out yeah. and putting one i don't know it's like engineering in a way yeah. right yeah making it exactly like trying to make something work like yeah. you have all these pieces and you want to make something and you know you can make something but what are you going to make and is it going to work sort of thing totally and then you go embarrass yourself in front of strangers <laughs> you're like that didn't work <laughs> it worked in here but it didn't work out there <laughs> yep classic yep <laughs> exactly exactly so um if i sound a little muffled i had a root canal this morning so i'm still a little swollen and a little sore so if i sound um muffled that's why okay yeah. are you okay <laughs> i'm okay yeah i'm okay i'm okay i was froze like i don't freeze very well so they like give me extra or something so by the time i left half my head half of my skull up to my ear and to here was frozen oh my I god i couldn't feel anything <laughs> but wow. it's it's pretty much thawed out so when it started to 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 thaw i started to feel whoops okay when it started to um uh, thaw I was starting to feel a little discomfort but no I wasn't in pain just yeah. like little discomfort but I'm a little swollen still in the jaw and stuff like that but congrats okay. on going to the dentist I haven't been to the dentist since COVID. <laughs> <laughs> well this I this is my third time um third time in like the 12 months because I had to have a tooth my tooth cracked and I had to have it pulled in, at the end of April. And then when, and so that was like an emergency thing and I was swollen out to here. And then in November, I went for a cleaning and I was like, yeah, my tooth, this tooth kind of hurts and you know, what's up? And she's like, oh, you need a root canal. I was like, what? <laughs> um, and so they sent the requisition, but they never called me. And so I called my dentist back on Monday and I was like, hey, you know, I was there in November and nobody's called me and they're like, okay, well contact them. And they, and it's, it had been bothering me for like the last week or two. Um, and so the specialist called me back right away and they're like, oh, we have a, we have a spot on Wednesday at 7.20 AM. Do you want it? I was like, okay. <laughs> so I went like bright and early this morning to get it done. So good for you. Just handling your business. Look at you. <laughs> Just handling my business. You know? So they're like, we can pull it, but it's the tooth right next to where the one I got pulled out. 
So it's like, I'll have no teeth on one side. I, like, can we save it somehow? <laughs> I don't want to be toothless on one side of my head. So, yeah. yeah so that's why we, we did that. And I got to go for a crown um, at some point with uh, at my regular dentist. So. It's been really nice to not go to the dentist, to be honest. I mean, I probably got 17 cavities. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, yeah, I hate the dentist. Anyway. Yeah, I'm not I, like I'm not afraid of the dentist. I, I'm not I'm not crazy about it, but I wish they could give you earphones or something because it's the sounds. Oh, that, yeah. Uh, the sounds are horrible. The sounds are horrible. <laughs> and well, the, like, worst is the smell really... of like burning teeth. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And that's the thing. Even if you even if you don't have the sound, you can feel the vibrations going up into your. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. Like I didn't feel any pain, but I could feel pressure. And I was like, thank God I'm frozen. Because that yeah, would like uh, you'd pass out from the pain. That would be so painful. Yeah, you know? for sure. But uh, speaking of. Um, yeah. Not to take over here, but speaking of uh, vibrations and pain, do you have any tattoos? I have four. Hey, really? Yeah. Yeah, I've got um, two on my inner I, arm. Yeah. I got, got that one for when my after my dad died. Okay. I got it the year cool. after my father died. Yep. And then I have this one that I got from my mom. My mom was alive at the time. Okay. And I got it for her and I knew she'd hate it, which she did. So and then I have um I have a cat, a silhouette yep. of a cat on my out, outer right ankle and uh, my astrological sign on uh, my left ankle. And I got awesome. all four done at the same time. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Five, and one, four, like, four different yeah. people or just one guy, one after the other? One, yeah. One woman did it. So she started with this one. She started yeah. with the arms and then did each leg after. And yeah. Thank God she, thank God we did all four because I wouldn't have gone after this one. I wouldn't have gone back. <laughs> I would have been like, thank you. Was it that painful? Talk, talk to me about the pain. I want to know. It, the thing is, it was like, it was like, say somebody scratching you all the yep. time, uh -huh. but when they're doing lines, it's something about like the outline that I have of the cat, I felt every single line. Uh. And that's the, it's, it's not pain. Like if, uh, like if you stub your toe, it's not pain like that. It does, it's not a pain like that. This is, yeah. it's an ache and it's just like repeated, like say repeated scratches. Yeah. You know? I, uh, I really, want, <laughs> I, I've been watching so much Ink Master this lockdown and I've decided that like, I think it was just that like, I miss stand up so much that I miss like a little bit of pain in my life. You know, uh, <laughs> and I've just, I, I fucking, I messaged all these tattooers and I'm like, Hey man, you know, what's your rate, this and that. And like, obviously a lot of them are shut down. Well, I think everybody's mm. shut down, but, um, yeah, oh, I'm just, I want them to email me back so bad. And, um, yeah. anyway, I watch Ink Master every day. I've watched like seven seasons of it and I'm trying to just get like <laughs> as educated about tattoos as I can. Uh, before I actually do it but uh, it's weird man I don't know it's weird there's like because there's like traditional American tattoos like that's that's a style right but it's not like um, yeah. it's weird because you hear the word traditional you don't think like panther with a dagger through its fucking head you know what I mean? like, <laughs> exactly. but that's what it is in tattoos yeah um, <laughs> or skulls are very popular 
of course of course yeah, so is your cat are... like a traditional or is it just like a like a silhouette yeah, it's, like, like... it's a silhouette of a cat but it's it's not like a cat like that it's just like right. a house a little of a house cat yeah. yeah i brought like samples of what i liked and then she did a mock-up and i liked it so it just looks like a cute little house cat and it has the paws it has like five paws to represent all the cats I've had. So. How, okay, yeah. let, let me ask you a question. Not to be the interviewer, but. That's okay. <laughs> why did you decide to do four tattoos at once? Are, is this just your way of going about things? Do you just dive into the deep end with everything I you usually do, do yeah. Because yeah. I was like, I wanted to get one. I wanted to, it started because I wanted to get like a memorial one for my dad. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, well, I want to get one for my mom too. And then, oh, I like this. I always wanted to have, I always wanted to get like the Pisces symbol tattooed and I found one that I liked and then the cat. So I had these four, these four ideas. What was that? The Pisces symbol? What's that? No, Pisces. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I probably cut out a little bit. Yeah. The, yeah. My, my, um, my astrological sign. I always wanted to get one gotcha. in it. The, the symbol I got, it looks like an H. Okay. And so my last name is well holder. So yeah, the symbol, the oh, Pisces symbol okay. I got, it looks like an H. So. Oh, look at that. Mm -hmm. I'm a P Pisces too. And my last name starts with an H. Maybe ah, I should get mine, mine too. <laughs> Are you a March Pisces or a February Pisces? March, March. Yeah. March what? The Ides. The Ides of March. That's the ninth? 15th. Is it? The 15th. Okay. 15th. Yeah. I'm the sixth. Ah, very nice. Yeah. My family's got, everybody's born in March. It's weird. I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah, a lot of people are born in March. Yeah, I have like, yeah, I always have the most birthdays in March. Yeah, weird, eh? Anyway. Yeah, a lot of people are born in March, you know. Um, so many presents to buy. Anyway. <laughs> so many posts to write, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I had these ideas and I said, let me just go get them done all at once. And yeah, which that, is good because I wouldn't have gone back. This let me tell you, hurt. let me say this with confidence. You are hardcore. I'm hardcore. <laughs> You're hardcore, officially. You. <laughs> <laughs> or an idiot or a little bit of both. Like, I'm not yeah, because yeah, a lot of people were like, you got four done at once. And I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, so my idea, like I want like a seven inch three part tattoo but then like i'm thinking like what if i what if i totally pussy out and like i can't finish it i look like such a douche uh maybe i should just start with something small and work my way up but like yeah, that's not yeah do something small yeah well you can't tell me that you did four all at once <laughs> but i did four small ones <laughs> four small ones which probably because <laughs> i love the look of like of like a sleeve and then like I have a couple friends who have like chest ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like beautiful chest ones. I don't yeah. like wings and stuff like that. I don't think, I don't think I could. I I don't think I have the threshold to. Well, that's supposed to be more painful than your arms on the chest, right? Yeah, because there's not a lot of flesh here. Right. Yeah. There's not a lot of. It's yeah. There's not a lot of flesh there. Yeah, I used to think that if I ever go bald, I'd just get like a tattoo on my head to like you know, make a new hairline, but then, uh, like, not like, a like a, something, a dragon or something cool. It's, uh, obviously, 
but then like <laughs> after learning a bit about tattooing and like that's like the most painful thing you can yeah. do I'm like oh maybe I'll just do <laughs> or do one of those stick on ones you know yeah because yeah, it's needles sure. you got to remember that it's needles well apparently like, when you do the skull like you can feel all the vibrations right yeah, through your through skull, your skull. <laughs> a guy with post-concussion syndrome doesn't really uh no. sound too pleasing to me you know exactly I mean? yeah because yeah. it's going to be shaking your skull yeah that's not uh that that's not advisable but i know my ankles were the were very very painful because there's nothing there it's bone you know? so it's on the outside of the ankle right next to that like ball yeah thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be right cool. on the outside between or the, the ball and their heel, that yeah, spot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so there's not a lot of not a lot of meat there. For sure. You know, so yeah, my advice would be to get it on a meaty part if you can. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a thigh or butt cheek or something. Yeah. <laughs> it might hurt less. <laughs> I think that's a good way to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go fleshy. That's the thing. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. I just want to be able to do anything at this point, like tattoo, again. I want to have a beer with a human so bad. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know what I thought of this week? I was like, because I'm I'm going a little nuts, eh? Like, like it's starting to get to me, and I was like, I'm gonna go visit my friend in Ottawa. We're both responsible adults. We're both like following the guidelines. I'm like, I just want to play guitar for one night just a blow of steam it'll do yeah. wonders for my mood everything else and yeah. then i i realized oh that's against the law yeah. like <laughs> it's fuck man i don't I know. know i know it's crazy to think of and then like my brother he's he's living with some uh, some kids and they close the sliding hills i'm like well, yeah <laughs> what do you want people to do i'm not you know i'm not uh, i think the lockdown was necessary at least to some degree, but, um, mm -hmm. and I'm not some anti-masker douche, but it just, it feels so restrictive right now. And yeah, it is. Cause it I, is. Yeah. Uh, I just need something. I need to be able to just get out there and see humans and fuck, do something. You know? Yeah. Cause I think like what's, what's going to end up happening. And I think what they're trying to prevent, but by keeping us like locked up pretty much is when, when things open, we're just going to like, you know, because know. we're all starved. We're all starved for like connection. Like we're tired of, you know, yes. texting or talking through a computer. We yeah. want to be in the same space with uh, with people. You know, like I miss hugs. Yeah, I want a hug, sort of thing. For like sure. Simple things like that, and we we can't. We uh, can't. Like you're playing with your life if you hug someone. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. One of my uh, uh, guy I know said that when yeah when it all is said and done people will want to travel so bad that all these destinations are just going to gouge the living shit out of everybody oh, yeah. <laughs> and they'll get away and with people because, are going to pay people will pay because they're like yeah i don't care it's double or triple what i would pay would have paid three years ago yep i'm doing it yeah we had yeah. uh we we actually had plans to go to vietnam in 2020 uh so we oh, wow. like we got the bug man we want to go um but i'm gonna give it like a year for sure i can't you know what yeah. i mean like i'm not gonna pay either that or just go somewhere like more uh, maybe i'll see canada or something you know what i mean like yeah. the east coast i've never been there but yeah like forget about international travel for a while for yeah me. it's for gonna sure. be great 
Yeah, it'll, it'll be nuts. Like I was fortunate that last year um, I was able to take my vacation and we came back like just a couple of days before everything shut down. Like oh. we were gone from the 5th of March till the 12th. Um, I flew out of Montreal because I went with my sister and uh, brother-in-law. And so I drove to Ottawa. I drove to Montreal from Ottawa, flew out with them. And then when we were coming back, I remember being in the airport in Jamaica and we're watching like CBC and it was like people fighting over toilet paper and all kinds of madness. And we're like, what is going on <laughs> sort of thing. And then by the time we landed in Montreal, um, I think the premier of Quebec was saying, if you've traveled anywhere, quarantine yourself, where like the federal government at that time was saying, if you've been to like certain, if you had been in Italy or in, or in China or certain places to quarantine. Um, and so I remember when I landed, I was like, okay, I got to get back to Ottawa as soon as possible. So I drove back like that same night. Um, and then I think it was by the by the Monday, the Sunday or Monday, they had said, if you've been out of the country, wherever, quarantine for two weeks. So, God damn. yeah, so like we just got back in time because I know people who were stranded places. Yeah. And then others who's who had, you know, their trips were canceled. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's I mean. <sighs> To lose a vacation's like not the worst, I guess, thing in the world. But uh, yeah, yeah, because it could have it could have been worse. But you know, like I know how much I was looking forward to my vacation. Yeah. And yeah, I, I know I, I would have been bummed if if it had gotten canceled. Yeah, you know, for sure. Yeah. You know what though? That's I don't know. It's kind of like we our household just kind of like dedicated ourselves to learning new stuff and just trying to do what we can do. I don't know. I got really into like cooking uh i watched a ton of master chef canada which is an amazing yeah. show and i think i learned a lot i think it made me a better person to be honest i think yeah. i grew uh but <laughs> i don't know like i i just like cook i like cooking i like like trying new stuff and like i mm. wouldn't have done that if it wasn't for the pandemic so True. that's good yeah yeah uh, i think that's the good that's that's come out of it like a lot of people sure. have tried things that they probably never would have thought of doing before yeah. or didn't have the time yeah. to uh to do things you know to do certain things so yeah i think that's the good that came out um i know a lot of people are dealing with like mental like mental health issues that never had mental health issues before like yeah. say people who never experienced depression or panic attacks or anything like that being forced into isolation they're like what's happening it's like oh that that's a panic attack <laughs> you know you're having a panic attack you're depressed or whatever so like, like those things have, have cropped up too, but, um, but yeah, like there are a lot of things and people and, and, and opportunities that I wouldn't have even thought of doing. It's true. Yeah. Did you know there's a kid in Ottawa now? I shouldn't call him a kid. I think he's like 19, but, uh, uh, Matt, I believe, but he's from near my hometown of Sault Ste. Marie and he moved to Ottawa to do comedy during the pandemic. And I'm like during the pandemic. Wow. During the pandemic. Like during <laughs> lockdown. I'm like, that's amazing. Like what yeah. That takes like so much gold, even just to do that, like mm -hmm. takes whatever. And then right. in the middle of a pandemic, <laughs> I'm exactly. like 
this guy better <laughs> like, be the what? next loop, like Sherry <laughs> Seinfeld or something. Because I, I know in the coming weeks, um, I'm talking, I, I wanted to talk to two new comics who started during the pandemic. Just oh, yeah. to be like, why now? Like what, like what <laughs> motivated you to start during a plague sort of thing, <laughs> you know? So yeah, so that I'm I'm curious because it's one thing if you've been doing it and then you just sort of pivot to doing online stuff and you know yeah. um, adapting to like the 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 restrictions in clubs and bars and stuff like that, but yeah. to embark on it, I know. During, it's like I'm like that's interesting. I'd really I'm really curious to to see like to ask them like why because. Because on one hand, it could be, oh, everything's closed, like a smaller crowd, you know, maybe that was the appeal, just like smaller, smaller like a little, groups. A little less scary, a little less intense. Yeah. 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 I could see that. You know? Yeah. But Imagine. I was talking with someone else before and they were, we were saying that there's a whole bunch of people who are fairly new who don't know like the veterans in the community just because of the situation you know so what were yeah, you gonna say? yeah yeah oh i was just gonna say uh it's gonna be hilarious when those people do their first set uh once the the lockdown's lifted at absolute comedy they're just gonna shit their pants immediately. yeah, be fantastic. yeah. <laughs> i think we all might <laughs> take a little bit of time because uh, i because i've been full room like what it seems bananas yeah, it seems nuts now it's true because i was what um i finished watching it today today or yesterday um it was a just for laughs thing called uh what was it called something the stand-up show or something like that it was hosted by john door yeah um and it was filmed in montreal i think in 2019 and it was just like oh wow crowds you know <laughs> people sitting close together you know he's shaking hands with the comics as as they come up to the stage and there's no, there's no plexiglass and stuff. Like it seems weird. It seems weird now <laughs> to see that, you know? Absolutely weird. Um, yeah. I think it's going to be so, you know, I don't know. I listened to Dr. Vera Etches today and she was talking about how she's hopeful we can get all the older adults vaccinated by the spring so that that'll kind of reduce the hospitalization numbers. And maybe we can really kind of open things up in the summer, which would be like, I think it would be awesome, but like psychologically, yeah. it's going to be a big change mm -hmm. like to, to just, That's... yeah, get, get used to crowds again and stuff. Yeah, and be yeah. because we haven't been in crowds no. in, in a I year. I don't want to be in crowds <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. I... Like the general consensus is I'm okay with the social distancing. Like I don't yeah. want to be in a restaurant and someone's sitting right, yeah. you know, you're wedged between two tables and yeah, yeah so things like that like i hope stay you know totally uh grocery stores are huge for me i want mm -hmm. everybody to stay away from me in a grocery yeah. store uh i need my room and my space yes. like um, don't stand right here it's like and then you know those people you try and move and they keep move they stand uh, too close yeah uh, <laughs> i know i hate that that's like stay stay <laughs> why you I gotta be so close <laughs> yeah yeah i think comedy clubs and like concerts are the only time when i actually kind of i think it adds to the experience to be in a tight group you know yes yes other than that like get away it's from unnecessary <laughs> it's true i agree with you other than that we don't we don't need to you don't need to be breathing no, down my neck literally it's true it's totally. true 
because I don't mind having to wear if I have to wear a mask all the time I don't I'm okay with that yeah you know like just if we could just have uh crowds but like controlled still spaced out relatively like not stacked on like sardines on top of each other but yeah well, even the mask thing like I that's so far beyond my imagination just seeing people's faces again I mean like I what what is this thing underneath your nose? Can, you can only can see you, people from here and it's like, oh. <laughs> like it's gonna feel it's gonna feel like uh, we're reading a Playboy magazine. He's like, oh, it's like, oh, I saw his cheeks. Like. Yeah, man. <laughs> exactly. um, it's gonna be wild. It's gonna be, yeah. it could be a very wild, wild summer. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. And then remember like at like a comedy club like at a yuck yucks are an absolute when you're on stage and there are people right at the edge of the stage. Yeah. That's going to feel weird. Like oh, that yeah. always felt weird to me. Cause I was like, that's really close. Like one false move and I can kick you in the head or, you know, flip the table by accident. Oh thing. yeah. I, I've inadvertently <laughs> spit on many a front rower. Uh, <laughs> that's the thing too. Like it's the plexiglass protects them yeah. from spittle. <laughs> It's fun just because sometimes you can only see it because the spotlight is so bright and you'll just catch like the, the little drops of spittle that fly out of your mouth and you're just like, oh, sorry, y'all have open beers right there. My bad, but whatever. Except for the spray, I know. Because the thing is, it was things like that I never thought about before. I never right. thought about, you know, you know, we all shared microphones like, like no big deal, you know, and now it's like, ugh, you know, the thought of you know, because they've told us like every time you talk, you're spitting, basically. You sneeze, you're spitting, you know, you're spitting droplets all over the place. And it's like ugh. blowing out a birthday cake is I know, disgusting. Right? <laughs> like if you think about it, it's like, yeah, we won't be doing that anymore. I think that's done. <laughs> I feel like we should stop doing that anyway, but it's just because I have no joy yeah maybe once people every do like this yeah. over it once every <laughs> decade you should be able to celebrate a birthday other than that get the hell out of here i got no time for it <laughs> get over yourself what do you get over yourself no i, I like birthdays but I, yeah it's like if you want to blow out the cake you should have like a cupcake that you blow out yourself that nobody else yeah. has to touch that's a you good know idea. and like you have a cake that has no spin on it you know <laughs> Yeah. Spit, the spittle free cake and you have your with the candle and you can blow that out but otherwise oh, yeah right. <laughs> otherwise you have to do away with blowing out the candle yeah <laughs> and kids should just be right out kids should have their own island somewhere <laughs> everything they do is disgusting no it's... more uh well we can have kids but they all gotta live across the way uh, behind or, the or they have to be in hazmat suits if they're yeah. in because <laughs> yeah they, they carry a lot of germs they're oh. like vermin oh. they carry germs <laughs> oh super spreaders man <laughs> yeah super spreaders Great. little super spreaders like... <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my goodness yeah oh my goodness but yeah there's just a lot oh. of things that i hope stay in place yeah. Like, even though I hope we, we can, things will open up and we can meet in bigger groups and stuff like that. But 
there are things that I hope stay in place, like the mass and the spacing and and not and seeing your family a lot. That's oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's hard. Yeah, yeah, that. That's no, hard. I'm saying we should keep that. Oh, we can't <laughs> keep that exactly. I know a lot of people are like, oh, can't you know? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Being like can't COVID, you know. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I think Zoom has its place sometimes, and I think maybe family is like one of those things because it was kind of cool because we could all get together despite being yeah. so geographically distant, and like that never that only ever happens at weddings and funerals, right? But it happened right. like multiple times throughout the lockdown, and that was actually kind of cool. So like, yeah, maybe family is just better experienced through uh, the internet. Distance. <laughs> internet and distance yeah because yeah. I have a friend who they his family has like a family video call like every Sunday you know like wherever they are in the country oh, wow. they all get on a zoom call and they do it weekly yeah. and I know people who had like virtual zoom Christmases and stuff you know I did zoom on new I did it New Year's Eve you know it was on Trevor's pad yeah. and a bunch of us were on a, oh, on a cool. call yeah, so, yeah, like, so everything is like, we're still trying to do the same things, but we're just pivoting and doing it a different way. Like, like you said earlier, everything is better yeah, experienced well, in person, but, you know. Well, you know, I, I do think that about comedy too, but, and I was so hesitant to try a Zoom show, but like, I did one and I gotta say, it was awesome. I loved it. Yeah, uh, I, I love I them. Did. I think they're fun. It's not the same, but no, not the same. But you, you I think how you approach it too. Do it at your kitchen table, and you just gotta like. Well, I had to just like translate um, typing as laughter because I couldn't hear anybody, right? Yeah. uh, Once I got over that, I'm like, whatever, Mm -hmm. man. I just performed the silence. Like I feel like I'm bulletproof now. You know. (laughs) It was cool. No, I really enjoyed it. And there's no commute. There's no like. Um, I don't know. There's just like, it's just yeah, great. Yeah, you're in the comfort it's of your own home. Yeah. Yeah, it's the best. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I like it. I, I've, I've done a lot of shows and I like the first few times it was like, this is weird, but I think how you approach it makes a big difference. And like, I approach them like the same way as if I'm doing a show in person, you know, like yeah. I, I'm, I'm prepared you know, I do my hair, I do my makeup, I'm yeah. wearing a nice top, at least you can't see, I could be pantsless for all you know, but from the waist up, I look, I look fine. And I try and deliver it like I'm on stage, you know, I try and treat it the same way. And I think it's a good, um, I think it, it's flexing a different muscle because if I think because you're online and you're not in the same room with people, like there's a whole dimension that's missing um that i think if you can get people laughing online like through like a two-dimensional thing then when you're ready or when it's time to do it in person i think you'll feel that much more confident and you'll be that much better because you're still you're still performing you're still performing yeah yeah I recorded my set when i did my zoom show so it's basically just me telling jokes to silence (laughs) <laughs> and it's so awkward to listen back to at first. And then I kind of start to like, like I kind of address it and I address it to the audience because like 
it was just way too weird to not talk yeah. about it because it's and probably like, weird for them too of course it's like he and can't then I get a little bit more comfortable <laughs> and then like i actually just start to like like comment on their comments like in real time and it, like it fl- it started to flow pretty well and i, I was I was almost like this would make a fun like release like because yeah. I don't know if anyone's done that I know everyone's done like let me perform to my teddy bears on my couch which is <laughs> you know whatever but uh I thought like I maybe, think that's like, more yeah. weird <laughs> yeah right um but like yeah having a real audience but just the audio of just you and then like people listening to you trying to get comfortable with the whole experience I don't know it was kind of cool I might like maybe I'll like release it someday as like a, a bootleg or something down the road, yeah. you know. But um, yeah, it was kind of neat, yeah. and it's it just kind of captures the time, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, what we were exactly. all going through, and it's kind of like a cool little artifact. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Because I know um, I like doing because I've done some on Facebook Live where it's just one way, and you can't hear them; you can only see comments. Um, but the Zoom ones are fun because they can leave their, they can have their cameras on if they want, but if they leave their mics on, you can actually hear them laughing. Right, right, you know, right. On a, on a Zoom call. So, you know, I, yeah. like, I like that. Yeah. That would be fun. I'd be scared to be heckled through like some guy, you know, I don't know, maybe like people <laughs> You can would mute feel... them. You can mute them. If they... Oh, look at that. Yeah, Perfect. Someone's talking, you just mute. <laughs> like, oh, I'm 100% on board with that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So I think like I'm always trying to encourage comics to to try them. Some are reluctant, yeah. but I think I think it's it's developing it's developing a muscle because I think that um, because I performed on so many like during the first lockdown that when when we were when things opened up and we were performing live again, it was I didn't have any like adjustment. All I had to adjust to was the plexiglass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that which, which was weird, like <laughs> seeing my reflection and everything. But in terms of performing, I'd been I'd been performing all along. So I think like that, I I felt like I I'd improved, you know. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. So I awesome. always encourage people to to do it, to try it, you know. Totally. Um, yeah. Did you? We talked about some questions earlier that there was. Uh, we're gonna happen. Is it time? Oh yeah. For- yes, because I think my file finally opened. So Aha. if you can pick, you can pick a number between one and sixty-two, and I'll read the corresponding question. Okay. Um, Forty-seven. Forty-seven. Okay. Yes. Okay. What part of the human face is your favorite? excellent question like (laughs) just in general huh yeah um favorite i think probably the mouth probably yeah i would think so i think it's like the most functional (laughs) (laughs) um you know you got a lot function is good (laughs) A lot of components. You can sing. Yeah. You can talk. You can, uh, you know, eat. eat. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with mouth. Mouth. Okay. Yeah. Final answer. 
Yeah, I think I would go with eyes. I like I like mouth too, but I think it's like a toss up for me between eyes and mouth. Yeah, because I like a good mouth. Good mouth is good. Well, maybe <laughs> maybe COVID made you appreciate eyes more. Yeah, because that's all we can see. That's all we can see. Time. And if we're around people, that's all you can see because we're all wearing masks. Yep. You know? <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's do another one so you can pick another number. Um, 23. 23? Okay. What is your favorite flavor of ice cream? Oh, chocolate peanut butter. That's easy. Chocolate peanut butter. Okay. I don't think you I've know, ever had chocolate peanut butter. What? <laughs> Love chocolate. Love chocolate ice cream. Do you like yeah. peanut butter? Yes. Well, I've never had them together. Does it taste nope. like a Reese's, like a Reese's peanut butter cup? Well, you can do that, but I, I mean, the Haagen Dazs is really where you want to get after it. Ah, I love Haagen Dazs. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's like because it's like these ribbons of peanut butter. They're not like in, in any given shape. It's just always a surprise. Sometimes you get these little nuggets, but sometimes they just keep going, and you just get like oh. half a mouthful of like these nuggets <laughs> of peanut butter. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I I don't really eat it much anymore i'm trying i don't really eat uh, a lot of sugar but i i definitely eat just like peanut butter on dark chocolate like just i just spread that shit on there and just go to okay. town and just go to town <laughs> on it. Yeah, i've got to put that on my list to try because yeah i love ice cream but my favorite is uh yeah cho chocolate i'd say chocolate just plain chocolate yeah yeah like a hagen like a little pint of hagen oh, yeah. chocolate yeah you know, maybe a chocolate chip, depending on the brand. But uh, yeah, I like it plain. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Keep it simple. You know what I like? I like that Haagen-Dazs um, gelato and the, the dark chocolate chip gelato. That is. Oh, I've never had the gelato. Uh, I like the the bars, like the ice cream bars. Like, yep. lose my yep. mind for those. I like gotcha. the milk chocolate ones. And then one time I bought the dark chocolate ones by accident. And those are pretty good, too. Yeah. I'm I all prefer about the, the milk dark. chocolate, but yeah. Yeah. I'm all about dark chocolate. It's yeah. got, uh, what are those things? The things that are good oh, for you? Antioxidants, yes. antioxidants yes. and uh, less sugar and like a mood booster. Like it's a, like, it's actually mm -hmm. like good for you. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm more of a milk chocolate girl, but yeah, it's chocolate. <laughs> so it's, it's good. It's good. Well, yep. thank you so much for joining me today. This was oh. uh, this was a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. And, Thanks for having me. Oh, this no problem. Great. No problem. This was great. So I will post the links to download your music that you released. Yes. Um, in, I'll put it in the in the comments of uh, the live stream and also in the show notes when I when I post uh, the episode. So if you could give them the if you could say the titles again, that would be great. Um, well, yeah, so the album is called um, Are You Ready to Rock, Paper, Scissors? And uh, I have a video that I, I did for one of the songs, uh, which is called I'm Not Gonna Eat Your Bum. Pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I shot a video of that, I think a year or two ago with like all members of the Ottawa comedy community. So you might see uh -huh. some familiar faces. It's, it's pretty fun. And okay. uh yeah, and then I'm going to be shooting a video for the other song on the single, which is called uh, Part-Time Casual Stepdad. And that should be coming out in March sometime. So, yeah. Okay. 
please have a listen, have a watch. Sure. Uh, I've been getting some good feedback, so good. I want to spread that around. And uh, thanks so much for having me. This was awesome. Oh, good, good. This was awesome. Thank you so much for, for joining me. Absolutely. So, so good night, everybody, and I'll see you next time. <laughs> Peace. Thank you.